and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now, we've been chatting a lot lately about the move to hybrid and electric vehicles and all that, um, but... How are we going to change the way we drive when it comes to the types of cars we're driving in terms of automatic and manual? What about the way we learn to drive? In 2022, for the first time ever, the number of automatics being sold in Ireland outnumbered manual cars. So is there any point in learning to drive a manual car anymore? Dave Humphreys from CompleteCar.ie is here to explain all. How are you, Dave? Good morning. So are they dead? Uh, no the ma- manual cars. No, they're not dead. Yeah, they're I mean, dying. They're, no, no, Come there's on. still a lot of manual cars on the road. Yeah, but that's only that's only you know history. And you know, true driving enthusiasts they have to have a manual. But yes, uh, automatic is is predominant now, especially as you mentioned, hybrids, electric cars. They are all mm. automatic. Uh, can I debunk something for for people who do drive manuals and believe that thing that you just I don't know if you said it with your tongue and firmly planted in your cheek, Dave, but about like a true driving experience because I want to change gear. Yeah. As opposed to have the car changer for me. Like, I literally don't know an automatic car that doesn't have an option for you to manually change gear. It's just a, it is a different thing. You don't have a clutch. You know, I understand there are subtleties of driving from that point of view. But literally, if you want to change gear, you either have paddles on the steering wheel that will do it for you. Or if you just move your, your automatic gear shift into a selector mode, you push it up and it goes down and you pull it back and it goes up. Like, you... You have the option, and then 99% of the time, why would you make the decision anyway when the computer's yeah, better than you? You're, you're absolutely right. You can do that. Pretty much all, most automatics will have that. Certainly when if you get into slightly sportier cars, mm. they will have that. And they will change gear quicker than you can physically. You yes. Know, like the, the, the automatic transmissions nowadays are so good. And at the right time. So slick. They Sometimes make... they won't. That's, <laughs> and it can be a little bit frustrating. You know, obviously when we're testing all these sort of cars, sometimes you're driving something sporty, and you want to downshift, and you could end a manual, and you go, pull the left paddle to kick down and it and the software goes uh, uh, uh. <laughs> no, not, not today like that. not today not right now yeah, yeah. but I mean uh, they, they are I suppose they are that, unique a, a and very, rare yeah, situations rare but yeah. I guess we've been priced into manuals for so long a lot of people would like an automatic but they've just traditionally been very expensive so yes. yeah, that was Irish always, people drive manuals mostly because they're always the cheaper option that was always the thing that the automatic was like a, a luxury it was mm. it was always you know in some cases three four thousand euros more expensive I mean that has changed an awful lot and in actual fact a lot of manufacturers now are just getting rid of manuals mm. just saying hey do you know what we're just only going to sell automatics now and that's a combination of them maybe trying to streamline what their offering is because they want to have to make two gearboxes they just want to have one and also with emissions as well so you know traditionally automatics weren't always the most fuel efficient mm. it's actually kind of swung the other, way, the other way around now because now they can make these gearboxes work so efficiently they'll usually have more gears so you can have seven eight nine speeds in in an automatic gearbox whereas you might only have five or six in a Mm. manual so that means that the engine can be allowed to work in a more efficient power band that reduces fuel consumption reduces emissions as well so so there's also those kind of things as well and is it a matter of time as you said when the manufacturers make the decision in other words like if i think of lexus for example a number of years back lexus went we will not sell diesel cars anymore we'll only sell petrol hybrids and that's it. And if you want to buy a Lexus, you have no choice. Is it only a matter of time before the power that rests with the manufacturers and they go, as you say, 
let's make one automatic gearbox, put it across our entire range, and everyone can just deal with it. And then you kind of don't have a choice anymore. Yeah, yeah, and it is really going that way. And especially coming back to what we were talking about earlier, electric and, and hybrid, they're becoming so, you know, the dominant thing now that, yeah, we are going to have a... I, I know in my profession, I'm, there's going to be a day when I get the press release going, the last ever manual <laughs> kind of car. Yeah, 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 because be, it yeah, is becoming yeah. a rarity. Here's a question for you. My son is 17. He's going to be learning to drive. He got driving lessons for his birthday. Should I be hanging on to my manual car to teach him on manual? Or do kids now, is there any point in teenagers now learning to drive a manual? Should they just do their test on, on the on automatic? No, I think you should still do your test on a manual. You're covered. You, you, know, you, can, you can drive a manual. It does teach you a little bit more. You know, you're learning that little bit more about the pure mechanical operation of a car yeah because I found okay, myself I mean, saying kind of dad things you know my immediate reaction was no of course you learn to drive a manual that's proper driving <laughs> slamming down your hand <laughs> on the table <laughs> like. but then when I actually questioned myself I was like why am I saying that I don't really know yeah but you know it just purely from the sense of having driven a manual having the experience passing the test with a manual they have the license they're covered if they ever go off somewhere else in the world where maybe automatics I mean we're mm. talking about we're here in Europe and that's obviously a huge thing now but you know if you're in somewhere in the middle of nowhere and they have only a 30 year old pickup truck that's a manual and he's whatever he's doing there working or See, whatever I, I, he has the skill to do it I, I think it's the other way higher guys yeah that's what I was a thinking if you go on holidays okay yeah. he's still a bit young to hire a car but you go away sometimes hire cars are the cheapest of the cheapest spec possible yeah. and they will still have a manual I, I think it's gone the other way I mean I know your son's 17 so he's right on the cusp now but I think the kids who are being born now or maybe will be born in the next five years whatever they'll never even learn to drive forget about driving manual or automatic it'll just be like call a car like you only you'll never own a car you won't yeah. need to own a car a touch of the old hover cars about this no, I like, don't know like, I know you really want it to be that way I do. I know, but guys, science it's, it's never 20, moves as quickly as we want it to it's 2023 and we still don't have flying cars yeah. 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 we're, we're not going to have flying cars I feel but, robbed of but, this like think about it <laughs> everything you do now you can do you can hire yes, you know you yes. can rent you can the subscription model is everything right yes. so and the data shows that there are fewer people getting licenses obtaining licenses wanting to learn to drive but also even if you don't want to drive you don't want to own a car having a license is a really good thing it mm. opens a lot of doors some jobs will require that you have one if you just want to go traveling and you want to have a driving license that if you're somewhere far away and you want to hire a car or whatever you have the option mm. so i mean i don't necessarily think you have to get your license and get a car but it's no harm to have it and it's, it's one of those kind of life skills uh, Andy says switch to automatic last year never going to drive a manual again I laughed at the Americans fears for their love of automatics they were right all along Andy I did the same thing back in 2006 I sold a sporty manual Mazda RX-8 and got into a very soft and willowy um, Mercedes CLK that was about 15 years old that had an automatic gearbox and when I got it I was like Oh, the automatic, what's this about? And I got in and went, oh my God, this is the way. I can eat a sandwich while going around a roundabout. <laughs> this is a game changer. Well, for people who sit in traffic all day long, yeah, honestly, an automatic is it's a game changer. Your, your left knee will thank you for moving into an automatic car. <laughs> if something goes wrong, Dave Humphreys, is a text, are automatic gearboxes more expensive to fix than manual? 
Um, not necessarily. These days, not necessarily, no. Um, there are There is this kind of notion that automatics don't need any maintenance. They do. Um, and from time to time, even like there are manufacturers that say, oh, it's a sealed for life unit. But there are still things that you will need to do, maintenance oh, schedule and, and things like that. And there but, is that thing. Sorry, no, go ahead. Yeah, but um, I mean, yes, do things go wrong? Occasionally, yes. But generally, the technology has improved so much over the years now that there's not a whole lot to go wrong and, and it ends up like you're not going to necessarily burn out your clutch as you might as some people <laughs> might do in a manual for example yeah. you know so there are there are other benefits the one thing I'm thinking of that can go wrong is if because it's all automated and because it's automatic and it's all sealed as you said and it's you don't have the option of putting the car in neutral so for example if your car if there was a computer reason why it thought the car should be if your airbags went off for example your car won't go into drive until it's all repaired because obviously it's too, not too safe to drive, whatever. But like the computers then decide you can't put your car in neutral and push it out of something. Ah, but they will. Most automatics will have a way of manually overriding that. If, mm. for example, they need to tow a car or you know something like wrong, mm. there is a way that you can kind of you know basically get it into a get neutral. it into a neutral. But, but there's a lot of safety features as well. Like some car, you know, some automatics will be like if you have it in drive, or if you if you have your door open, and you go to put it in drive, it won't. It won't go. do it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. There's also a lot of safety features built in. Uh, while we have you, a story this week about a lot of cars being stolen in Ireland. Um, Gardaí have recorded a growth in the number of uh, car thefts. Um, and people basically going up to your front door, scanning, uh, you taking out a little gizmo that reads your car key that's inside, usually in the yeah. hall, and then they drive away in your car. Yeah, yeah. So increasingly now, a lot of newer cars, they have kind of keyless technology. So you don't necessarily have a key that you've got to stick in and twist in the ignition. Uh, and they all work off radio signals. Now, what can happen is basically they use a, a system that kind of boosts the signal to that and allows them to effectively read the car key and go mm. to the car and the car basically they trick it into thinking that the key is with the car and it allows them to access the car start the car and they can drive it away and that's it now there are a number of things you can do on a practical level try not to leave your key maybe right on your hall door the kind of the other side of your front door so mm. to speak so it's it's a further proximity away mm. um there are more other things you can get like these kind of uh, kind of faraday cage style little metal box that you put your key in and basically what it does is it stops that signal getting out so you can do mm. that some people just put them in a biscuit tin you know it's a, it's a more rudimentary way of doing it so you can do those things and um, what i would tell people is look your car is insured nothing is worth yeah. the hassle of of somebody coming into your house or doing it you know so don't take your key up to your bedroom and have it beside your bedroom mm. locker or anything like that you know leave it downstairs you know the best thing is you just want to wake up in the morning and discover it's gone and you have you and your family haven't been disturbed. Smart you know, this advice. Is what we have insurance for. But yeah, it, it is it is one of those things. Um, the car manufacturers are improving this. So some of modern keys now, when you put a key down, it detects that it's not being moved anymore and it basically kind Disables. of itself off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave Humphries from CompleteCar.ie. Complete Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for coming in. We will see you again soon. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.